Welcome to Aligned Attraction, the go-to intimacy podcast for powerful women. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Lee Noto, master intimacy coach and psychedelic therapist, and I help powerful women like you unleash your wild feminine power so you can create heart-throbbing love. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts on love, sex, and relationships, and I'll also coach women like you to create the most delicious transformation in their love lives. You ready? Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of The Way of the High Priestess. Today's episode is inspired by a question that I was recently asked, and that question is one that I get and hear often, and in fact, a way that I used to think, which is, can I really look for partnership or should I be looking for partnership if I still have healing to do? And there's often this impression, especially in the neo-spiritual community, that we've got to do all of our inner work. And then finally, once we do that, then we'll be able to attract the love of our lives. And I can see the very innocent desire in that, which is, I'd like to stop attracting partners who are participating with me in playing out my trauma or their trauma, right? So there's a desire to transform through some of those experiences, some of those patterns and narratives and behaviors and beliefs so that we can attract someone and something different into our lives. So to the extent that that is the intention, I say, go for it, go on your hero or heroine's journey and be in the transformative process that feels right and intuitive for you so that you can be an energetic match for what you are truly desiring. Now, The flip side to that coin is that when we look at the patterns and behaviors and narratives that we're playing out in our lives, and if we trace those patterns back to the original starting point, we will almost always find ourselves in a place of a core wound, a core wound with a primary caregiver or someone who was very present in our lives when we were very young, meaning that this these patterns and triggers and things that are showing up in our current relationships or in even our our recent relationships were something that formed very early on in a relational context. It's not that we were just three-year-old babies sitting in a room alone. And then all of a sudden we decided we're not good enough or we're not worthy, or we can never have what we want. It was typically something that was created in a relational dynamic, usually between a parent and a child, where the parent said or did something, and then we created the idea that that must mean we're not good enough, or that must mean that we shouldn't really go for our dreams because we're going to fail, etc. So the genesis of that wound, which we're watching ourselves play out now in our relationships, particularly our romantic ones, was relational in nature. So it happened with another person. And so when we think of the idea that I must do this healing, I must transform this before I can attract the person, that might be part of the story, but there is a, the idea of that is sort of like a misnomer in itself. Because the wound was relational in nature, 
the healing of it or the transforming through it is typically going to be relational in nature as well. And I'll give an example from my relationship. There were narratives that I carried around shame and not being good enough. And I did a lot of inner work to transform through those things and to see them from different perspectives when I was single. However, when I showed up in relationship with Ani and those things, that core wound started to be triggered. There was a space that was provided for me because he was aware of what was happening in my psychology and in my body where he said, I want you to know there's nothing to be ashamed of. And I want you to make contact with me. I want you to be in relationship to me right now in this moment through eye contact, through breathing together, that will send a signal to your body that you are safe, that when this thing happens, you're not going to lose love the way you perceived you would as a child or the way you actually did as a child. So what happens in that moment is our nervous systems attuned to each other and they go through a process called co-regulation that lets my nervous system know that I'm in the presence of another nervous system, another loving person who is here to let me attune to his grounded nervous system so that I can get the signal, I'm safe. I'm okay. I don't have to be ashamed of myself in this moment. And even if I do feel that way, I can feel the safety of another person loving me, not withdrawing love, not moving away, not punishing. And so, yes, a very beautiful aspect of our journeys can be done in solitude, being single on our own. And sometimes there is work that we need to do on our own. But also, There's some aspect of our work that can only be done in relationship. There are some things that we can only transform in relationship because the core wound happened in relationship. So we need to create a space for ourselves where we can be in relationship with someone. And that someone could be a therapist. It could be a coach, a guide, a facilitator. And oftentimes that's how I show up for my clients is being the nervous system that they can regulate with so that they understand when the shame or the guilt or the anger or the grief comes up, there is someone here holding the space for them so that they can be in their process. So when someone says to me, I need to do all of my inner work before I can attract that partner, before I can be a match, it's a yes and. Go and do the inner work that you feel called to do right now so that you're an energetic match for the kind of partnership you want to be a match for. And also recognize that there's going to be a whole other journey that begins once you enter into that partnership that you could have never been in while you were single. Because now you have a relational context, a mirror, someone else to work through these things with. And they will be doing that work with you as well, because there's only so much they can do on their own before they come into a relationship with you and you naturally trigger each other's core wounds for the purposes of resolving them if you bring a context of awareness and conscientiousness to the relationship. Okay, sending you all so much love. Uh, This was a question that I get often and I'm so glad that I was asked that so that I can address it here. Please reach out with any questions you have. And if you know that this episode could serve someone deeply, please send it to them. Please blast it on social media. I want for 
these lived experiences to be able to serve and support others. So much love and good vibes. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please leave a five-star review and subscribe to the show and spread the love by sharing this episode out on social media and to all the powerful women in your life. And if you're ready to play full out and create heart-throbbing love, hop on over to my website to see all the juicy ways you can do just that. www.leenoto.com Fellow wild woman, I appreciate you. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and all the good vibes. Thank you.